Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing shiurim in the Sefer Lakute Maharan. We last left off in Torah Vav, the sixth teaching, which explores the idea of kavod, of honor, and letting us know that we should be minimizing our kavod, our own personal honor, for the honor of God. When you run after worldly honor, so then the honor itself will run away from you. The Rebbe set up two different types of covet of honor. One is a godly honor, and then a lower level is an honor of kings of flesh and blood here in this world. And how when you chase honor from this world, people will be cholek on that. People will argue. People will have their reasons as to why you don't deserve that honor. But when you reach a level of godly honor, so no one can argue with that. We learned about one of the holy names of Hashem, that is Ekia, Aleph, Hey, and a Yud, and a Hey which we learned means that I am prepared to be, I am prepared to exist. Meaning when I start to make tshuva, when I start to work on myself in a meaningful way, I'm saying I am now ready to raise my level from not holding a real level of existence to a refined individual. I am prepared to be awesome. With that in mind, let's dive back in. Here we go. Aval. That before a person makes tshuva, this aspect of ekia, of that name of God, is hidden from him, and he hasn't yet prepared himself to really exist in the world. The hidden face of this name, ekia, is the same numerical value as blood. How does that work? Because on the surface, it doesn't. The basic gematria doesn't. If you see, there's a note in, in our Lakute Morans. It says, perish. What does that mean? This particular type of gematria is not the typical Aleph is one, Bet is two, but rather goes a level deeper. It's not saying here's the surface level of what this word means, but this achorayim in gematria means first we take the first letter, in our case, which is Aleph, and then we go Aleph, hey, adding those together, and then we go back to the beginning of the word again, Aleph and a hey and a Yud, and then add those to the whole sum, and then once again go back to the beginning saying Aleph, hey, Yud and a hey. So our math sounds something like 1 plus 1 plus 5 plus 1 plus 5 plus 10 plus 1 plus 5 plus 10 plus 5. So for our math majors out there, we know that that equals 44. Rabbi Nachman has now connected the name Ekia to the word dam, to blood. This is the concept of going back and finding those hidden faces in the name Ekia and then erasing it to the level of blood. Back in Alakutemaran, this blood that we find, this is this concept of spilling blood and of disdain or scorn. Al shame. As it says in Sefer Shmuel, the insulters will be disgraced. Because the blood that is in the left opening of the heart, the left side of the heart, is where the Yetzir Hara, the evil inclination, lives. Like we see in the Pasuk, In Kohelis, it says, and a fool's heart is on the left. Adayin hubasaykev va'oiz. And it still retains its strength and its power. 
And because of this, and this is the reason that he would be subjected to this ridicule and this spilt blood. Meaning following the Yetzir Hara is never a good idea. On that Pasuk in Kohelis, Rashi tells us that the left is synonymous with the wrong choices, and the right, meaning the right side of the heart, but also the metaphoric right side, is synonymous with the proper choice, the moral choice. It's not an accident that the word right, meaning left or right, is also the word for correct, right. As in, you're right! And this is the concept of this hidden returned face of the name Ekia, which is the same numerical value as blood, as we saw before. And the fix for this. You have to flip the dam, the blood, into dome, into silence. That a person should be like those that hear themselves being ridiculed and don't answer back and shouldn't be particular about his own honor and disgrace. And that when a person fulfills this silence for God, then Hashem will take out a person's enemies, as the Pasuk says in Tehillim, that be silent, be dome, meaning silent, before Hashem, and then you will hope longly, but hit chaylel for him. In short, meaning, when you have the strength to stay silent for Hashem, then Hashem will speak up for you. Hainu, namely, like the Pasuk says in Tehillim, libi chalal bekirbi. Meaning, and my heart is hollowed within me. That through this, meaning his quiet, his ability to stay quiet when someone is embarrassing him, then that blood in the left hollow, that left space, is minimized. Something else to note, that that word hollow, our rabbis teach us that that is one of the names of the Yetzir Hara adding yet another dimension to the use of this particular Pasuk, saying that the Yetzir Hara is within me, as we learned before, to the left side, and when I'm able to stay quiet, I minimize the blood, meaning the life force, to the Yetzir Hara, to the evil inclination. Hence, my strength to make the right decisions will allow God to then, Kavayachal, speak up for me. And this is the concept of slaughtering, of shechting the Yetzir Hara. This is very, very powerful imagery. And through this, through this act of shechting, of slaughtering, of beridding the world of the Yetzir Hara, then you merit this godly honor. Like the Pasuk says, In Tehillim it says that a person who brings a thanksgiving sacrifice honors me. King David is saying that the sacrifice that would be made in this case is the Yetzir Hara himself, the evil inclination to be rid oneself and be rid the world of the Yetzir Hara, and that action comes to bring honor to the Almighty. And our rabbis teach in Masechah Sanhedrin, that this Pasuk is talking about not only a person who actually is able to bring a korban in the base of Mikdash, but also they spell out explicitly that this Pasuk refers to the shechting, the ritual slaughtering of our Yetzir Hara, of our evil inclination.
I do try to stick to the text as best as possible so that we get through things. However, in this case, there's a personal story that I'd like to share with this Hevra. A couple of years ago, it was Erev Sukkis, about an hour before Sukkot started, before the Licht benching, and everything's crazy. We have tons of guests, and the Sukkah's not done yet, and people are running around with all of the hustle and bustle of the Erev Yontif excitement in our home, and out of nowhere comes a bird that flies into our house. On top of the 10,000 things we had on our list to finish before candle lighting, now we have to get the bird out of our house. We're trying everything. We open the windows, it doesn't fly out. We try to swat it out, it doesn't fly out. We try to have food out, it doesn't fly out. This is crazy. And it was getting closer and closer to, to Yantif. And I stopped for a moment, I realized what's going on, and I realized this must be the Yetzir Hara. There's too much good coming out of this space right now. This must be the Yetzir Hara incarnate in this bird to try and throw us off. So I stop, I turn to my wife, and I say, this has to be the Yetzir Hara. There's no logical reason. We've never had a bird fly into our house before. And the fact that it comes in just at this height of the preemptive stress, it must be the Yetzir. So my six-year-old son happens to overhear this conversation and hears me refer to the bird as the Yetzir Hara. So my son has heard me regularly say, we have to be rid the world of the Yetzir Hara. We have to fight the Yetzir Hara. We have to shecht the Yetzir Hara as Chazal teach us. So after putting two and two together, my son gets the attention of everybody there, all of our family and all of our guests. He points to the bird and he goes, Shech the bird! It was a great moment of pride. It let everybody know where we stand in regards to the Yetzir Hara. We have a holy mission and a holy calling to fight the Yetzir Hara day in and day out. And please God, we will reach that day when we will witness the ultimate Shrita, the Shechting, the ritual slaughtering of the Yetzir Hara. So in review, Dam, meaning blood, has the same numerical value as one of the names of Hashem Ekia, the Aleph He and the Yud and the He broken up in the Achorayim. That name of God, meaning I am preparing myself for whatever my next step is, is the concept of tshuva. How do we achieve this? We have to turn our dumb into dome. We have to turn our blood into silence. That silence specifically comes when blood is involved. What does that mean? When we're unbelievably embarrassed, perhaps even in a public setting, and the blood is rushing to our face, we're turning all shades of red and white, meaning the blood rids our face. And instead of worrying about our honor, instead of worrying about how I feel and my levels of current embarrassment, rather stopping and saying, the only honor that I need to bring into this world is that of the Almighty. That is a tremendous action, which we learn can serve as the shechita, the ritual slaughtering of the Yetzir Hara, wishing everyone the strength to be able to shech the Yetzir. Have a beautiful day.